Guys, welcome to Better Bachelor, the largest men's channel on YouTube with the name Better Bachelor. I am Joker with a face for radio and a voice for print, and tonight I'm gonna I'm gonna play a video by perhaps what I consider the worst dating coach I think I've ever heard. Uh, she's all about what I call a transactional relationship. And ladies, I think too many ladies come to a relationship with this type of attitude. If you've ever gone to Reddit's female dating strategy, there are lots of dating strategies with this in mind. And I think it is horrible advice. Maybe not for them, but for guys that get into this type of relationship, it's not going to work out well for you. Uh, I almost didn't do a video tonight. If I look a little ragged, I was up until about 4 a.m. last night watching the election stuff. And I'm a little disappointed only in that, um, you know, when I watch an MMA fight or a boxing match, I, I like a knockout. Like, I, I like a winner to be declared. I hate seeing it go to the judges. This one may go down to the judges, and I'm, I'm not exactly thrilled about that, but I was up late. and I did. But I decided when I saw this video, thank you to the user that sent this in to me, I said, I've got, I've got to review this video. And, and it reminds me, you know, I, I went on a date one time, and I'll make this quick before we get into the video. I went on a date one time with a woman, and uh, 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 let me correct that. We were dating, and it was, hey, you want to go out and have a nice dinner tonight, something special? And she was like, yeah, let's do it. And I took her to a place that I, I had a coupon for. I, I, I had a buy one, get one free. Beautiful restaurant. It was Italian. It was in Raleigh, North Carolina. Really nice little uh, restaurant. And she had a great time, and she enjoyed the dinner, and everything was wonderful. She was very thankful. The bill came. I handed him the coupon, and I, I, I paid with a credit card. So I paid. I mean, she, she did not have to reach for her purse. But, but when she saw that I used a coupon, she said, is that why you brought me here? I thought this was special. I said, no, it is special. And you were happy right up until the point where I got half off the meal. It, is it only special when I spend gobs of money? And she was like, no, it just it doesn't feel special. And I feel like you. And, and all of a sudden, it became an argument. And just just like that, it wasn't special anymore. It was now a fight. Okay, that is like this woman. Um, or this woman is like that, but on steroids. It just over the top. So let's get playing on this. I've sped it up about 40% so we can get through it a little faster. She's still legible. Her name, name is Anna Bay. And she's actually been on TV because she's a coach to teach uh, women how to find, date, and marry millionaires and billionaires. Now, if, if I went on TV as a dating coach on how to only date super hot women with amazing bodies and the rest of the qualities don't matter, I'm pretty sure I'd hear about it. But her big theme is finding a guy with the scratch. And, and so keep that in mind when you listen to their video. And if you do find her content, one favor, guys, because I, 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 for a long time I stopped doing video reviews because you guys go, you dig up her information and then you go brigade and leave lots of messages and, and call names. And let's not do that because, number one, that doesn't make us look as bachelors. It doesn't make us look like mature, smart men. It makes us look like like uh, we're kind of, uh, I don't know, hateful or something. Let's not do that. And and secondly, it just brings, it blows back on me. And I like doing these videos for you guys. So please, let's not do that, okay? Um, so let's get started and we'll, uh, we'll see what Miss Anna Bay has to say. Let's start with number one. I love independent women. Oh, you know what I love? I love strong, masculine men. 
I love men who look after their women and treat their women like a goddess. Oh, she had me right up to that sentence. I love masculine men. Good. I like like men that look after their women. That's kind of a, a, an older fashioned view of guy takes care of everything and she just maintains the home. She's kind of more traditional. I'm still okay with that relationship. You lost me when I should treat you like a goddess. Because it, nowhere in there does she say, she, he should treat me like a goddess and I will treat him like my king or I will treat him. There's nothing in there about the reciprocating. It's just, well, treat me special. That's a transactional relationship. You do things for me and treat me well, and I appreciate that. Thank you very much. <laughs> That's a one-way street. No, no, no. Uh, this is basically her message through the whole thing. I am not spending the rest of my life with a loser. That's her message. Okay, here we go. There is nothing more attractive than when a man steps into his masculinity and really looks after his woman like a true gentleman. Oh, that's what I love. All right, true gentleman looking after his woman. Or, but but isn't this the same thing that's, you know, this is one side of the message we hear. Treat me like a goddess. Treat me like a woman. Treat me special. Treat me. And then you do that. And as a matter of fact, I'm doing another video uh, about this uh, where when you do that, women will say, why are you treating me like this? We're equal. You know, don't hold the door open for me. Are you saying I'm too weak to open a door that I'm uh, that you need to go in ahead of me? Right? There's always the mixed messages. This is definitely on the non-feminist side of the branch. My ex-girlfriend only used me for my money. Well, then you know how it feels for us women when men only use us for sex without committing to us and without ever taking full responsibility by providing for us like a true gentleman would do. Notice a, a running theme here. Okay, so she says. Um, uh, using me for, for money, and she says, but you only use us for the bedroom, right? She's viewing that as transactional because the bedroom is for both people, but him spending money or giving her money is just one way. So she acts as if, well, I give you money and you give me intimacy. They call that being a professional. What is the guy getting out of this? Something that you should get out of a, a relationship if you're in a good relationship you should get this out of the relationship anyway, and she should be getting as much out of it as you are. In other words, she says, hey, intimacy, I like that as much as you like that. We're even, but no. She's saying here, you, uh, spending money, and but you always want intimacy from me. See, she, she turns it into a transact, and I'm not saying her personally. Let me make this clear. All my comments on this are not on her personally. I know nothing about her. But on her advice, the way she views this or the way she's advising it is transactional. That's, that's just all there is to it. Well, this is how we women feel used. If I pay for today's date, will you pay the next? What? Oh, if I have to pay for a date, there won't be a next. Okay. I got to keep breaking it up, you know, but because it's sped up so much, like it doesn't take long to get to the next talking point. Again. Again, you know, we're told equality, women want the same paychecks, women want the same opportunities. Okay, okay. But then you have to put in your share. And if, if you say no, see, there, this is the problem with, with all that. And the mixed messages that guys are getting today from women, which is, uh, hey, I, I want equality. Okay, 50-50 even on everything? Yes, housework, chores, uh, responsibilities, bills, everything. Okay. Hey, you want to go out to eat? Sure. 50-50, right? Well, no, I like it when a guy treats me. I like it when a girl treats me. So I'll treat this time, you treat next time. 
They don't like that so much. Why? Why? And so here she's outright saying, like, I won't go on a second date. Again, what is she saying? You must pay for dinner because you got the privilege of spending time with me. That's transactional. See where this is going here, right? I don't like materialistic women. Well, I don't like cheap men. You see, women are gatherers from an evolutionary psych. Okay, I, let me. I just got to tell you that this right now. I, I've I've got to back this up a little bit because this is the most ridiculous thing. I, I literally laughed out loud when I heard her reasoning behind this. So let me give you a little preamble here. Men were hunters and women were gatherers. Men would hunt animals. They would kill them and bring them back to the tribe. And and this is the uh, the the um the example she's using. Men would are hunters, women are gatherers. Men would go hunt the animals, kill them, bring them home. Here is meat, protein, fat. Here. Women were gatherers. Women would go gather berries, nuts, fruits, bananas, whatever, you know, because that wasn't dangerous, but the hunting was dangerous in some cases, and men took on that challenge. The men are also taller, stronger, faster, at least if you look at science that's before 2014 or whatever. Uh, so men had advantages in that area. Okay, so that is where we're starting, and and then this is where she goes with it. I don't like materialistic women. Well, I don't like cheap. Sorry, I went back a little bit far. Gatherers from an evolutionary psychology take. Men are hunters, women are gatherers. This has been part of our genetic programming for millions of years. Now, men have been celebrated for being hunters, but women are continuously shamed by our society for having this instinct of wanting to own things. They call us materialistic and they shame us for it. And in my opinion, this is sexist. Okay. So the, the analogy she uses is men are hunters, women are gatherers. Men should go hunt, and then women gather what they hunted. That's really what the way she makes it sound. Like, you make the money, and then you give it to me so I can get things and buy things. And that's me gathering. I'm gathering things and objects. It's, you see, it's, it's, it's in our DNA. And you shouldn't shame us for this because we are gatherers. That, see, what they get wrong is that men did half the work by hunting and women did the other half of the work by gathering things and then they put it into a community pool and then the men got to eat the berries and the bananas and the nuts and whatever and the women got to eat the meat. It's called sharing. It's called equal responsibility. What she basically described is men going out and hunting not only the meat but also the berries, the bananas. They hunt down everything, bring it to the community and then she takes some. That's her logic behind this. It is the most insane thing I've ever heard of in my life. If you want equality, why should men be paying 100% of the time? We want equal rights, but that doesn't mean that we are equals. We are not biologically equal. Men and women are built differently. So let's not pretend that we are equals because that's just a manipulation men use, that society use for the man's benefit. Oh, okay. We're not equals. That is something that men use. Men, so she's saying that men are saying we're equal. And she says men saying we're equal are manipulating how society views things. We're not equal. So don't say that because men and women are different. So it's men using this saying that we're the same to our advantage. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. Shocking. She's going to use 
what feminists came up with against men saying that men use it for their advantage. If I haven't heard it all at this point, that one is a complete... <laughs> I, 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 I don't even know where to go with that one. Women have far more disadvantages financially in society, but also biologically. This is why we... Women have more disadvantages in society financially and also biologically. How financially? Because we've already broken... And, and this is from November 1st. This is four days ago. So it's not like she. this is a video from 1998. Women are now mandatory CEOs or on, excuse me, mandatory on members of boards in California. They have to have at least one by the end of this year and two by next year. Women are, are graduating and getting higher education scholarships at 300. There were 300 for women to 20 for men that I saw. And women are gradu graduating with higher educations at a 60 to 40%. And in many studies, including Google, when they studied what the genders were getting paid for the same job, women were getting paid more. So what? See, again, and this is flying, what she's saying is flying right in the face of everything that we're told by everyone is that we're equal. And women can, you know, women can be in a movie, an action movie, and kick butt and, and take names and they're just as strong and fast in the martial arts and they're just as smart and bright and wise and they figure out, move men, get out of the way. We girls got this. Now she's saying that it's men that came up with that for their advantage. We need to stop talking about being equal and instead focus on what's fair. And what's fair is actually if the man takes some form of responsibility, provides for his woman, and like this, we would be able to at least balance out some of the unfairnesses that happen between the sexes because of biological reasons and because how our society is built. What? None of that made sense. Not because the way our society... What? I, I, I don't even have a response for that one. If you need to, you can always go to the YouTube speed playback settings and slow it by 50% and you'll come in. It'll be just a little, I sped it up by 40%. So if, if you want to really listen to what she just said there, rewind it a little bit and go on, play it at half speed across her, her section. This is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. And I don't have a, they want everything to be fair. So men give us money. That's literally what she's saying. And remember, she's not saying all men give us money. She's just saying, make sure that the guy you're dating is giving you money. Otherwise, he's manipulating you. Transactional. Everything is trans. We've not talked about love. We've not talked about friendship, bonding, how to care for one another, how to find somebody that will, will uh, how to make sure both are, um, your needs are met intimately. No, none of that. Just make sure he pays and he pay tip number two, make sure he pays. Tip number three, make sure he pays. Tip number four, here's a way to make sure he pays. That's all you're hearing in this whole thing. Everything to her is a transaction. Everything to her coaching advice is a transaction. I want to be with a woman who doesn't depend on me. Well, that I believe is a responsibility to both the man and the woman to make sure that that doesn't happen in the relationship. From the man's side, he has to truly offer her an allowance. From the man's side, he must offer her an allowance. Now, I want I, one of you, if you really want to see how this goes, one of you go to Reddit and go to female dating strategy and put on there, 
I'm dating a guy and we both work and we both kind of, he takes care of me and to be independent, he gives me an allowance of how much I can spend. Let me know how that goes with you. I mean, or go on a feminist website and say, hey, my husband gives me an allowance, but I find it's not enough to buy all the things I'd like in life, like my Gucci purse and my $300 worth of makeup. How, how should I get him to give me more allowance? <gasps> the web would melt down from, from female anger. <laughs> the internet would break. Are you kidding me? They would say, why are you letting a man give you allowance? Why are, you, why are you letting him dictate how much money you get? Why are you... Oh my gosh, forget it. But that's not the best part, you see. And I had to stop it here because I wanted to mention this. Uh, and I'll, I'll back it up here just a little bit for us so we don't skip over it. That's not the, the, the craziest part. Listen to what she says after the allowance part. I want to be with a woman who doesn't depend on me. Well, that, I believe, is a responsibility to both the man and the woman to make sure that that doesn't happen in the relationship. From the man's side, he has to truly offer her an allowance so that she contains her independence. She doesn't have to ask him for money every time she wants something and so that she actually can have some form of savings in case she would need it for a rainy day. Okay. To maintain her independence, she has to get money from him. She needs to get an allowance from him so that she can maintain her independence, be able to buy the things she wants, and have savings for a rainy day so she's independent by taking his money, you see. <laughs> to maintain your independence, ladies, take his money, let him buy you things, and then have a savings account also from his money so that you're independent, and that way you're not trapped. So when you decide you want to end the relationship, you have enough of his money in your savings account to leave. So you want me to pay your salary for being with me? This is not a job. This is not a salary. This is a very skewed woman. It's like as if you are literally passively aggressively calling a woman to be a prostitute. Oh, oh. Wait, wait for it. Wait for it. Ding, ding, ding! What do we have for her, Johnny? Yes, yes, you do understand it. Yet she's outraged over this. You see, when it comes to transactions and everything the guy is giving is money to you, he's buying the dinners, he's giving you allowance, he's um, buying you things, he's giving you enough money to put into your savings account. Again, what are you bringing to the table that is also financial? If you say nothing then then all he is is a money bags for you now what are you offering hmm hmm perhaps intimacy perhaps looking good and being orange candy perhaps going on vacation with him you're you're blessing him with your time for his money hmm that does sound like sounds like the oldest profession in the world so just because that sounds awful to your ears and you don't like being called that doesn't mean it's not that. Only very defensive men would say such a thing and they would use it as a manipulation strategy in order to shame her. A true gentleman who takes full ownership of his masculinity would actually feel honored to be able to support the woman that he has by his side and that he truly cares for. You notice something that she does? is that she does this little thing where she says, a true gentleman who's showing his masculinity 
will enjoy giving his woman money. I think you don't understand what being a gentleman... Being a gentleman means being kind. Being a gentleman means being polite. And, and you can be a gentleman towards another gentleman. I mean, back in the day, you know, you go into a cigar lounge or something. Good evening, gentlemen. You'd have your cigar. <laughs> You'd have your cigar. Evening, gentlemen. Good day, sir. Everybody is a gentleman, including other gentlemen. And they're gentlemen to gentlemen. Yet she's saying, if you're a gentleman and you're masculine, and you're masculinity, apparently she thinks that, oh, well, if I don't give money like she suggests, I'm not masculine. Who are you kidding, lady? I'll go the opposite. A guy that parts with his money for you just so you are with him, that's not being masculine. That's being a simp, and that is not good. Because you know what? He's buying your time. Maybe you're not putting out, but he's still buying your time. This is transactional. Everything she's talking about, transactional. Now, you'll see this in, in regular relationships. Now, remember, she's a coach to how to date and marry millionaires and billionaires. You may find this in smaller degrees. If you, if you go out and you you find she never offers to to buy anything, you know, hey, if I'm in a good relationship and we both have an income and she's not treating to anything, it's just an expectation I pay, I got a problem with that. Because then at the end of the night, if my expectation is, hey, want a little bedroom fun here? I mean, I you know, we just went out and had a nice dinner. I paid for, no, no, I don't get to expect that. My body, my choice. Well, my wallet, my choice. You don't get to, and because and, I'll tell you, you, granted, hey, you know what? It is your choice to say no. It is also my choice to say no to paying your way everywhere. Now, if that makes me not masculine and being manipulating, okay, well, I'll take it. He will want to offload her shoulders with some of the burden. You, you guys missed that part. Let me Let me just back that up just a little bit here. What she's basically saying is to be a gentleman and if you're masculine, you want to unload the burden of money and paying for things off her shoulders because that's what a gentleman does. His masculinity would actually feel honored to be able to support the woman that he has by his side and that he truly cares for. He will want to offload her shoulders with some of the burden. So it's all about from what perspective you look at it. You hear that, gentlemen? You will be honored. You will be happy to unload the burden of money off her shoulders to make her life easier with your money. A true gentleman will help relieve her mind of stress and anxiety and unload the burden of money off her shoulders by giving her money. I haven't, a lot of these, I'm not even hearing where the guy's getting anything back at all. I just hear, I just, I just see a big ha handout. Gimme, 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 gimme. What are you giving? Now, she does address this momentarily. And when I, I think this was the part that I saw that I'm like, that's it. I have to do a video on this because this is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. Okay, here we go. What do you bring to the table? Are you seriously asking me this? Oh, that was it. That was it. That clip right there. If you have to go back and slow it down a little. What are you bringing to the table? Her answer, are you serious? Yes. Yes, we are. What? Now, other than being a financial burden to a guy, other than having a really crappy attitude, other than looking at that guy as just a walking wallet in ATM, literally, what are you bringing to the table? Her answer, 
Are you serious? That's her answer, which tells me nothing. You bring nothing to the table. You know what? If you're extremely intelligent, okay, how does that, I mean, maybe you'll be, maybe you'll be good to engage in interesting conversations. Then say that. Say, ladies, you should be intelligent. You should be well-read. You should have a knowledge of many things to bring to the table. That way you're a good conversationalist for the 23 hours and 45 minutes that you're not in the bedroom every week. Well, that's daily. I mean, 23 hours and 45 minutes per day that you're not in the bedroom. But let's be honest, after the first year of dating, it goes down to like twice a week anyway. See, the, the well, you get to have me intimately twice a week in the in the Patrick Starfish position, just kind of laid out. You get to have me in the Patrick position, Starfish, twice a week, but 24-7 you have to give me money and make sure I'm financially taken care of. Sounds like a great deal, doesn't it? If she brings, if she's intelligent, she has a good job and she's a good conversationalist, she has a sense of humor, okay. But you know what? I got guy friends that have all that too. The only thing that she can bring to the table that a guy can't is the the whole vagine. That's it. And already that is transactional. Do you think if she wants an $800 purse and you say, mm, no, that's a bit much, and I just bought you a purse for Christmas three months ago, do you think she'll say, okay, and that night you're getting lucky? That you're getting a little action? Not going to happen. She will lord that over your head and it, nope, nope, transactions. This one says, uh, now I stopped it right in the middle, so I'm going to read it because it'll, she'll talk through it so fast. She says, it's like you're only with me because of the money. That's the guy saying this. It's like you're only with me because of the money. Huh? Well, do you know, as women, we have to constantly wonder and worry about, is he with me because of the sex or because of the looks or because I cook so well or clean so well or does his dirty laundry? I don't know. You're going to tell me. So she has to worry that, is he with me just for the intimacy? Again, that's not a transaction. You should have just as much enjoyment out of that with a guy as he does with you. If you don't, something is wrong with you or he's not the right guy for you. And if that's the case, why are you with him? Cha-ching. Number two, um, because he wants you to cook for him, he wants you to clean for him, he wants you to do the laundry for him. I can tell you already, I can tell you already this is a guess, but I don't see her being the type of person leaning over the stove with no makeup, in sweats, hair in a ponytail, working on a four-course meal while the laundry's running, and then while everything's kind of going and simmering and boiling for a few minutes, she stops to clean and tidy up a little bit. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm just guessing. That's probably not the case. And besides, if that is the case, you're going to tell me that you don't expect him to do any laundry, any housework, any cooking? I call shenanigans. You're acting entitled. You know that men act entitled on a daily basis? And it's full normal. They act entitled when every day they're in bed, humping your leg, wanting sex from you, wanting this from you. And they don't feel shy when they want you to cook something, to clean something, to run an errand, to look after the kids, to do this, to do that. Now that's okay. But as soon as a woman is asking for this one thing, then... The one thing she's looking for is money. 
And she says, well, he's in bed trying to hump my leg. Again, it's not, she's, she speaks as if she's miser. It's a chore for her to be intimate. We've all, we've all probably, a good number of us have dated or been married to women like this. <sighs> all right, just hurry up. Transactional. And again, the other thing, and she says that men are entitled. I, I've never had a woman that has said, honey, honey, it's okay. I got, let me cook. You've worked hard all day long. Let me cook. Let me clean. The dog will bring your slippers. Here's your pipe. Here's a, a whiskey sour or here's a, a scotch on the rocks. Let me put on 1950s television for you. I've never had a woman even come 10% of offering that. It's I had a long day. Yeah, me too. All right. Are you going to cook something? Do you want me to cook? Well, you cook. You're a better cook than I am. So I cook. And then afterwards, it's like, okay, but you'll get the dishes, right? Since I cooked. Why do I always get stuck doing the dishes? Because I always get stuck cooking. Well, that and argument. Bang, argument. You're going to tell me that, that princess here is, is... Now, she says also looking after the kids. I did pull up her Instagram account because then I was curious. Like, I want to see what her husband and kids are like. And I think you'll enjoy that. We'll, we'll, we'll do that after this. We are these entitled gold diggers. Do you see the unfairness? Now, ladies, not all men are, of course, like this. There are good men and there are bad men. But in this video, I'm targeting specifically the cheapskates. And truly, some of the things that I mentioned today, they really do use that as part of their manipulation strategy. Okay. Cheapskates are everybody that doesn't pay. Just pay. Now, again, when I talked about the coupon dinner thing, can you call me a cheapskate? You got a free meal. I paid for my meal or I paid for your meal and I got a free meal. We both had a wonderful dinner and you paid nothing. Now, if that dinner cost me a penny, I'm not cheap. I'm frugal. Now, if a guy says, hey, it's our 25th wedding anniversary and let's do something special and he takes you to Taco Bell. All right, maybe we got a conversation there. But she, and again, she calls any man that doesn't pay out at, to her expectations cheap but if you don't it's a manipulation tactic you're trying to manipulate her by not spending money that is the dating advice she gives and my work here with school of affluence is to make you become more aware of these manipulation tactics but also i want to empower you so that you can set stronger boundaries because our society today is not built in favor for women to actually set boundaries our society is built around shaming women and make women actually hop onto the team of these cheapskates now we're not going to do that anymore you hear that ladies it's all just a trick to get you to jump on team cheapskate here, what she's speaking of is if she's this great, wonderful, unbelievable caretaker, and all she's asking for is just a little bit of money, just a little something. I'm gonna pull up. I'm gonna pull up her. I, I want you to guys to see her Instagram page so you can take a look at her family. Let me pull it up here, and because you, I've talked, and she's got a ton of followers. She's got like seven hundred fifty thousand followers. Uh, here on YouTube, and she's got a quarter of a million followers on Instagram. So maybe she knows something that I don't. Maybe she's got this down. But I'm telling you guys, this is you don't want to be dating one of these women. So let me uh, let me record this page here for you. So here's her Instagram page. Now, 
I've talked about selfies and always taking photos of yourself and and self-importance, right? Now, maybe she's married. Maybe she has kids. I'm going to quickly scroll down through her. And again, this is not a personal attack on her. I want to show you how well her advice, her own advice has worked out for her. So here's a picture of her. I'm just going to scroll it down to um, her her kids and her husband here, just a second. Uh, I, and I know for those of you listening, it's kind of hard to see. I'm, you know, I'm probably like only 30 photos deep here so far, 30 or 40 photos. Let me just keep, I just want to get through this here, scrolling down. That's a TV personality video clip. I checked that one, doesn't count. I checked that earlier. Um, yeah, hold on just a second. I think I'm, I'm almost there. Um, Let's, yeah, I think it's uh, where was it? It was just around here somewhere. And I know if you're if you're just listening, hang in there and just working. We're, we're like a hundred photos through. I, I know I saw here somewhere. Um, oh, here's her before and after the um, uh, plastic surgery and her Botox and her lip injections. Um, that's Steve Harvey. Uh, oh, that's a picture of her on TV there for dating. We're almost there. I, I I know it was right here somewhere. Oh, that's it. That's the end of uh, Instagram. Not a very long clip. What does that tell you? She was in a lot of beautiful locations. She always had somebody taking her picture because these aren't selfies. These are from a long distance away. So someone's there taking her photo. Now, whether that's her boyfriend, maybe, but he's not in any of the photos. Maybe it's her kids, but they're not in any of the photos. Maybe it's one of her friends. Who knows? I just have a hard time believing that all her wonderful dating advice has turned out so great since she's the only one in all of her photos. So that tells me that the only person that is important in her life is her, according to her dating advice. Now, maybe she doesn't put her personal, maybe there are men and maybe there are children and all that in her life. But, you know, we, we, tend, to, we tend to take photos and, um, of, of things that are important in our lives. For me, if you go to my, my channel that's next to me here, the, the Unknown Adventure on Instagram, uh, you'll see pictures of my travels. I don't even know if I have one selfie amongst all of them uh, because I'm not important to me. I know what I look like. Here's me standing in front of something. All you're doing is saying, look, look at me. I travel. The photos I took were things that I found that were beautiful or moving or interesting or exciting. But my point being is that people pay attention to what they love the most. The only thing I see her paying attention to is herself. And if you guys ever meet somebody that has this kind of attitude, that genuinely has a problem equalizing anything, or they try to shame you by saying that you're not masculine, or that you're, you're, you're manipulating or tricking them by not doing what they want, they're actually the manipulator. They're the ones taking advantage of you. And I think when you run into somebody like this, and some of us have even had relationships that started out good and then quickly fell off into a transactional relationship. Once that happens to you, it very very rarely will happen to you for a second time because you'll know what you are running into. And women, if there are women watching this, and this is you, understand that you may value money very much. The men with a lot of money also value it. That's usually why they have a lot of money. And when your life and your goals and your aspirations are all centered around money, 
or what money can get you, the power it can get you, or the things it can buy. You're looking at a transactional life. You're not looking at things that will provide you any meaning. Because if you've ever been excited for a new phone, an iPad, a, a new car, you get excited, you do the research, you look into it. It's exciting stuff. The new uh, RTX 3080 video card's coming out, and I really want one. And you look at benchmarks, and you look at, and I use that for example, because if you're a tech nerd like I am, you look at benchmarks, you look at numbers, you, you look at price per um, of price according to FPS, like uh, how many dollars is this at frames per second worth? And you do all this calculation, right? Or Xbox versus PlayStation, which one's gonna, which one has more memory? And how does it, you look at all that stuff and you're all excited about it. You go into the store and you buy it, and you're like, oh, I got it. And you run home and you open it up and you start playing. A month later, that video card, that game system that you were so excited, that car, that whatever, whatever you were looking forward to, that is now just a thing. The excitement is over. That rush is over. And now it's just, well, that's my Xbox. It's Yeah, I've had it for a month or two. I love it. It's awesome. Or it's my PlayStation. I'm not a fan. I, I, I don't choose one over the other. My new graphics card, it runs, look at that, Doom at 200, capped at 240 frames per second. Well, once you've done that, it's just a thing. It's just a thing you own now. And then what happens is you'll catch the new thing and that's exciting, and you chase after it. But in the end, these are fleeting moments of excitement for thing, that are things that are just things. This is how transactional relationships go. Is She's looking at you as a new thing. It's exciting. She's going to get something out of it. It's all great. It's all wonderful. And then you're just a thing. And you provide for her, and the excitement's gone. The bedroom fades. And she moves on to something new. Because we all do it. I've, I've done it. I was really excited for my first car. It was a piece of crap. Today, would I be happy with it? No, I, I, I like my air conditioning. I like my power windows instead of the windows that roll down. But, but a 16-year-old joker was in love and love with an old Volkswagen diesel dasher. So, guys, keep an eye out for this. I thought you'd enjoy this. I thought you'd you'd love seeing it straight from the horse's mouth, as they say. And uh, be careful of these transactional relationships. If you get in one, get out. You're, it's going to be a trade. Your your time, your money, your work, your something, just to get her to stay with you, because she is the prize. You see, she is is the the uh, she is the the trophy that you have won so long as you keep providing. Guys, if you enjoy my work, links below as always. If you have, thank you very much. Best way you can support me is like, comment, share, subscribe. And check me over on uh, betterbachelor.locals.com. I put my videos copied over there. We've got forums that you can participate with. It's a it's a kind of a cool place to hang out. Um, and I'll, I'll just leave it there. Guys, this is Better Bachelor. I'm Joker. Remember, transactional transactional relationships. It, it's, it's like being with a professional, except a lot less intimacy and a lot more of your money. Mm-hmm.